Hello, Wilman. It's time for another meaningless problem. This one is called Protest at the Theatre. Alvin Ricard is a great writer and an even better man. Those are my words, printed in today's Evening Standard. Sure, it's not exactly on the front page, but some of my friends are still going to read it, and Google will cherish it forever. All I've ever told anyone about this chap is that he's the rummest human being on the planet. He once told me he thought there was a greater than 50% chance that he was the only conscious being on Earth, and the rest of us were part of a simulation designed for his benefit greater than 50%. And some of the things he said about his best friend's wife, well, it's just not cricket. But there it is, page 12 of The Standard, a great writer and an even better man. A few years ago, he was seriously struggling to raise money for his productions, and he had a crisis of confidence. He said he was no good. He said he was talentless. He said he should pack it all in. I gently suggested that perhaps it was because of his personality. Maybe they respected him as a writer, but not as a man. He looked at me with tears in his eyes and said, Thank you so much. That's exactly what I needed to hear. His current play, the one I'm working on, the one they interviewed me about, it's not bad. Bloody not bad, in fact. And despite my reservations about the man, I was gutted when the first two previews were basically empty. Then on press night, the whole thing was disrupted by a protest. Midway through Act 1, two audience members in the front row jump up and douse me with orange paint. Absolutely cover me. Cue Alvin leaping onto the stage, grabbing the pair of them by the collar and dragging them out to enthusiastic applause. As he passes me, he whispers, Keep going, cherub. And I do. I give arguably the best performance of my career, and the write-ups from the critics, I've never known anything like it. The protesters are part of Clean Up Britain, an anti-corruption pressure group of which Alvin was a member until they kicked him out. It was his job to arrange the placards for one of their demonstrations, but Alvin's dyslexic and not exactly a stickler for detail. So instead of waving signs that said, Eat the rich... The group had to make do with the slightly less intimidating slogan, Eat the Rice. This might have been fine, but they were demonstrating against the tax-avoiding restaurant chain, and it wasn't exactly ideal for diners to turn up and find a large crowd making what seemed to be a fairly vociferous menu recommendation. The demonstration against our play is entirely unrelated to Alvin's spelling mishap, however. It's because the production is being sponsored by a tax advisory firm that specialises in offshoring. Alvin found out about them during his time as a member of Clean Up Britain. He warns us these guys aren't likely to let up for a while. They're devoted to their principles, he says. And you can tell he's finding this difficult. They're his principles too. But it's so hard to get funding for theatre these days, and well, sometimes you have to compromise, don't you? The next night, we've got a much bigger audience, and the protesters wait until near the end, just as my character is about to take a pair of scissors to his own fringe. Our play is set in a hair salon, 
and the cutting of the fringe is a moving and deeply symbolic act. Just as I'm about to do it, some unreconstructed slime board springs up and covers me once again in orange, shouting, Eat the rich! as he does so, which has me hankering after a nice bowl of risotto. Then the next night, I end up getting pelted in scene four this time, just as my character's about to straighten things out, metaphorically speaking, and with a pair of straighteners. Once again, Alvin turfs them out personally, and the audience loves it. In a way, it's exhilarating, you know? Being in a play that's getting so much attention. Being interviewed in the Evening Standard. And I have to say, Alvin really has stepped up. Every night, he'll come into the dressing room beforehand and give us a rousing speech. He'll say, You're the bravest cherubs I've ever had the privilege of working with, and I've never been so proud. And, you know, this is important for us actors and all, but it's huge for him as a writer. It's the first time one of his plays has ever had so much attention. And yet, night after night, the audience is unable to enjoy a full performance without these idiots ruining it. And they're not just any old idiots. They're Alvin's former comrades. It's impossible for him not to take it personally. So that's why I say what I say to the Evening Standard. I tell them, yeah, he's a great writer and an even better man. And you know what? I believe it. That article was published today. I grabbed a copy on my way to the stage door where it was ripped out of my hands by one of the protesters who called me a Canary Islands wanker. I suspect he meant Cayman Islands, in which case all I can say is I bloody well wish. But the whole place now, every evening, the whole place is covered with protesters, hopeful audience members and reporters. It sparked a big online discussion about the rights and wrongs of theatre donations and now everyone wants to come along and see the play in person. And tonight... We did a whole performance with no disruption until right at the end when we were taking a bow and this time Alvin acted as a human shield and took most of the dousing for us. Well, if that didn't vindicate what I'd told the Evening Standard, nothing would. Afterwards, he buys us all drinks and he tells me he's touched by what I said in my interview. And I say, my friend, I meant every word. There we are, nearly two weeks into a four-week run of what is a fantastic play, possibly a career-defining play, and your former colleagues from the anti-corruption group are doing everything in their power to ruin it for you. And yet all you seem to care about is how we are as actors. That's touching, my friend. That's truly touching. Sure, your emotions are always heightened after you've been on stage, but there is nothing fake about the tears that are streaming down my face at this point. Then I go up to get around myself, and he comes with me, and he says, Don't worry, Cherub. We've still got two weeks' worth of uninterrupted performances. And the best thing is, they're all sold out already. I love your optimism, I say. But surely those idiots will keep coming back every night. Nah, don't worry, he says. I'm only paying them till Saturday. Thank you for listening. That was Protest at the Theatre. You might be wondering, um, hold on, isn't there a real-life protest group called Clean Up Britain? And don't they focus on litter rather than corruption? You might also be wondering why the uh, recording this week was edited slightly less than normal and there were more breaths and uh, ticks and things like that. And you might also be wondering, hold on, why is he whispering? Um, and the answer to all of those questions is that 
few days ago, my wife gave birth to our first child, a wonderful baby daughter. And that means that certain elements of the, uh, of the podcast uh, may have to suffer over the next few weeks. Um, and I'm recording this uh, in, a, in a room where um, the baby is currently sleeping, uh, hence the whispering. Uh, but it's amazing to see just how much uh, something like that, a life-changing event like that, can put creative uh, projects like this into focus. And basically, I, you know, it's it's added a, a layer of freedom, if you like. I can just put out whatever I want and really care a lot less than I did about the uh, about the, the response and the reception. You're probably thinking. Great. I'm going to care less about this uh, this platform, but there we are, you know. And that's I think what creative uh, endeavors should be about. And I said I think in the first episode, put stuff out into the world, and uh, if others want to join in, so be it. If they don't, well, that's that's also fine. But if you are enjoying it, then please do share it with your friends, uh, and uh, and come back uh, for the next one. Thank you.